Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, VP family. It is Thursday, January 13. I am Kim Hauer and joined with Tim Enzer again today. Um, and today, as I said, is Thursday, so it is our Thankful Thursday. And what do you have to be thankful for most recently, um, or even something really big if you want? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, a couple quick things. Um, a while ago, God put this on our heart, and um, uh, we have a very small place, and we didn't really have a place for a kitchen table, so we made one because eating at a table, I think, is very productive and healthy for a family. Yeah. And within that, um, what we started doing is um, we say a grace, mm -hmm. and then every person says what they're thankful for every meal. Cool. So that's been really good. And Devin, my nine-year-old, has uh, started to, and hopefully we can uh, get a little more consistent with this, but he started um, bringing a Bible and reading um, scripture. Um, and uh, we got a little bit of that way of Christmas with the hustle and bustle of Christmas, mm -hmm. but uh, hopefully we'll get back to that. So that was really cool. And um, thankful uh, right now would be um, that the children went back to school, thank God. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's every parent's uh, thankfulness once we get past the holiday season and um, yes. realize how great the teachers are. So thank you, teachers, for thank you, um, teachers. doing that. I will say that my kids have always been better for really anybody else than um, for my husband and I. Um, I think that's natural. I think that's mm -hmm. good. It's the way it's supposed to be. Um, so we know that over that holiday break, those kids are really starting to get on each other's nerves. Oh, They're starting to get on their parents' nerves and acting up at uh, church. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so they are ready to go back as much as their parents are ready for them to go back. Yes. So um, that is a good thankfulness uh, Thursday. Thank you for sharing that. For me, um, I would have to say that I am thankful um, for just having the holidays behind me. Um, I love the Christmas season and all that it encapsulates, but I do like to be in a routine and that's hard to do at the holiday it time. Is. So um, I enjoy being back to a more normal um, routine, I guess. Gives you a so, chance to breathe a little. Yes, yeah, so I'm thankful for that. Um, so as we jump into the scripture today, which comes to us from Luke 3, verse 15 to 17, and then verses 21 to 22, uh, would you read that for us, please, Tim? Uh, sure. Well, this is the NASB, and this is the word of God. Now, while the people were in the state of expectation and all were wondering in their hearts about John as to whether he was the Christ. John answered and said to them all, As for me, I baptize you with water, but one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to thoroughly clear his threshing floor 
and to gather the wheat into his barn, and he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, Jesus was also baptized. And while he was praying, heaven was opened. The Holy Spirit descended upon him in a boldly form like a dove, and a voice came out of heaven, You are my beloved Son, in you I am well pleased. Thank you for that. Um, I always find it interesting, Tim, when we have these like broken up scripture verses, sure. like why do we leave out other ones? Um, so I, it always catches my attention every time I have something like this. So I am just going to add at this time verses um, 18 through 20 that were left out. So after it talks about the winnowing fork um, and then the chaff or the bad stuff being burned up eternally, right? It's just unquenchable. It will never stop. It just keeps burning. Um, it goes on to say in my translation, which is the NLT, um, it, it's almost in a defense of John, I somewhat feel like, but it says John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. John also publicly criticized Herod Antipas, the ruler of Galilee, for marrying Herodias, his brother's wife, and for many other wrongs he had done. So Herod put John in prison, adding this sin to his many others. So uh, one thing I, got, I found interesting in that part of it was that John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. So while he was announcing good news, he was also criticizing sure. and um, calling into account um, and warning people that their actions, their behavior all have consequences. Um, but the good news comes in after that, right? Like right. he warns them and then he says, okay, but the good news is there's one who's coming that I'm unfit to tie his sandals, you know? And um, so I found that, like those little verses in there, why they left out, I don't know, but I found them interesting in, in the connection of the two um, because we know that Jen, John was then killed and beheaded uh, for, for doing the criticizing part. Right. Um, and, um, but before that, obviously, then he had baptized Jesus. So, uh, you had, as we were kind of reviewing this ahead of time, you had some, I think, cool points relating to this passage. Would you share your insights into this? Yes. Well, thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I uh, and very good point. It is interesting that that's right in the middle of all this Jesus and baptism. Uh, that's very interesting. Uh, I took um, a couple things out of this. Um, and uh, specifically, uh, like verse 21, 21, 22, and it was that Jesus was baptized. Um, and God clearly does things intentionally. He has reasons and uh, many beyond our understanding. But Jesus was the earthly example of God among us, fully God, fully man, of what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to act, etc., and Jesus was baptized. And for me, I took that as an example, another step. Uh, we had mentioned in a previous day mm -hmm. this week of intentionally doing something to be more like Christ. Mm -hmm. um, Jesus was baptized. And I, you know, following that uh, 
that example and in taking that intentional act to be more like Christ. And, and the, obviously being baptized has many things and there's a whole study on that in and of itself, mm-hmm. but it's more of God. What do I want to do in my life? And I make the conscious decision um, to act that out and to be baptized and walk in the steps that Jesus did. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool perspective that you had brought up is that Jesus was God. So like, it's hard to comprehend like his need for baptism. Like we understand our need for baptism, right. As humans. Absolutely. Um, But it's, it's hard sometimes to understand like, but Jesus was fully human. So he needed the baptism as much as the rest of us do. Right. And, and, and so that was the step that he took and you're right. Like that was God setting an example. Like this is how we are going to, um, how I want you to live, how I want you to act, um, uh, intentional right. about it. Um, and so Jesus asked John to baptize him and John was like, no way, dude. Like, I'm not worthy of that. Like you are, John knew who he was. Right. He sure did. So John knew that he would be baptizing God himself. Like, God of the universe, right? <laughs> who's worthy of that? So um, John's just a bold character. Um, I find him interesting. Yeah, he sure is. For sure, because kind of crazy, I think, sometimes. But um, but yet fully, he clearly was full of the Spirit. He right? was. To he absolutely was. Some of these things in advance. Um, so that I think is cool. Um, one thing that caught my attention at the very beginning, uh, where it says in my version, everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon. And they were eager to know whether John might be the Messiah. Like everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon. Like that word soon is used, right? It's used a little bit later too, which I find interesting because this soon, like you got to realize these people have been waiting like nearly 450 years. Yeah. Long time. Yep. 450 years. Like that to them is soon. It's interesting. It sure is. Um, but then John, John mentions that there is one coming soon. But that couldn't have been but days, weeks, months at most right. between when he said that and when, right? I mean, because you get the idea that it's almost immediately. Right. You know, one sure day is. John's baptizing people and the next day Jesus comes to be baptized. I don't know that that's exactly how soon it happened, but he uses the same word soon. Um, I just find like God's timing is so interesting that those words would be used for soon being 450 years hard to imagine the perseverance involved in that first of all like those right. believers those god followers covenant mm-hmm. jews had been long expecting long 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 expecting the messiah to come and when he came is it interesting how many didn't know who he was right wouldn't believe it right didn't come in the form or the way that they said Right. That's the way God the said. The way they envisioned it right. happening. Um, and maybe for good reason, because I think like some of their scriptures do reference like this king, this right. redeemer, right? And so they just think, well, we're in 
bondage. So we're in slavery. So that rescuer would be somebody who's right. got the power and authority to rescue them from their current circumstance. Um, so, I mean, it maybe is with good reason that they sure. questioned. Um, but it's certainly cool to think that Jesus himself was and needed to be baptized. It's very interesting, isn't it? He was very uh, wise in setting the example for us in getting us to think beyond what we think is right or how we think it should be. Right. Yeah, exactly. And again, the God lens is um, critical sometimes to back up and just say, like, okay, what's God doing in this situation? Absolutely. Um, I thought it was cool in some of my study of this, and it never really, I mean, I understood the scripture, but I never really fully grasped, I guess, that like this scripture is exactly where we get the representation of the triune God. All in one, this is why we can say that God is a triune God, right? It's three persons in one. We have the representation of God himself, right? Like right. the father, God, because he says, you are my dearly loved son. So yeah. it's a father's reference towards a son. Jesus, the one being baptized, is the son. And then the Holy Spirit coming down from the heaven. Son, yeah. And in bodily form, like, you know, the, the voice of God saying, you are my son, is clearly a, a, I don't know, I guess I understand that as like a human thing, right? Like a voice, but like you're it was hearing audible, it, right? right? Yeah. Um, so I thought, I like, just never really caught my attention, I guess, where That's the triune God um, theology, I guess, comes from, but this right here is in one event at the exact same time, we see all three persons distinctly and different as God. Right. That's a really good point. And again, he received the Holy Spirit. We had talked about that earlier yeah. this week. Um, and it's just fascinating to watch what Christ did and the example he set for us. It's just incredible. Right. Yeah. This is, I mean, again, the beginning of his ministry, right? This is um, when he was baptized was like right at the forefront of his ministry beginning. And um, yeah, and he was whatever, uh, however many years old at this point, 30-ish, probably ish, somewhere around there. Um, so yeah, that too, even I think like 30 years, like there seems like so much life has already passed at 30 years like right. for us that... You think, boy, he was silent. There was his birth and then nothing for 30 years. Even that's a long time. Nonetheless, 400 some. Right. Absolutely. So I think I've got, I touched on everything that I had in my notes. Do you have anything else in yours? Or Yeah. Well, I just think it would uh, interesting, uh, again, uh, something to think about um, as we go through uh, this passage in Luke and we are thinking about baptism and thinking about Christ's example. And if baptism is something that you are thinking about, um, as I was baptized and you were baptized and we shared some of that, um, again, you know, talk to uh, some of the elders, talk to Matt, someone that's wise and uh, is around you and look into it. Uh, these steps that we've shared a couple of times this week are really cool because we're 
digging into the intentional actions that Christ showed us while he was here. And that's really cool. And it's really big. So I would just encourage folks if they uh, are interested in that to seek that out a little bit more. Yeah. That's a good challenge. I love your challenges this week so far, like intentionality and really concrete, you know, I mean, they're, they're really small steps. They're simple steps. Um, maybe have to let go some pride or some fear, but sure. Right. They can be done. They're humanly possible. Well, um, God so, gives us what we need. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I, I love that challenge and, um, yeah, there's lots of people around this place that would be willing to, um, guide somebody or show right. somebody or, you know, hook them up with whoever's responsible for those types of things. So, um, certainly reach out if that is um, something God's putting on your heart after hearing today's Amen to that. So as we close out today, um, I do have a blessing that I took from the verse and it really is quite simple. Um, but I want you to hear these words. So like, as we go into this, I want you to pause and just, uh, as we discuss hear the audible voice of God, of course, I, that's not me. So you're going to hear my voice, but I want you to visualize this as your heavenly father, God up in heaven, um, reaching down and speaking to you personally, um, as you go into your Thursday and close to the weekend here, um, May you hear the words from your Father in heaven today and uh, going forth into the weekend. God says to you, you are my dearly loved son or daughter, and you bring me great joy. May you live that out. May you feel his um, peace and blessing um, as he speaks that over you today. And um, yeah, have a great Thursday. We will be back tomorrow for our last day of the week in recording the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.